This episode of No Bad Food is brought to you in part by Whiskey Lane. Are you a producer of artisan food or drinks looking to get your name out there? Look no further. Whiskey Lane's team of social media, branding, and marketing experts is here to help. They'll take care of all that stuff for you so that you can focus on doing what you do best, making awesome products for your customers. Here at No Bad Food, we know that buying locally made products goes a long way toward making our world more sustainable, and that's why we're proud to be sponsored by Whiskey Lane. So, what are you waiting for? Grab your nearest artisan cheese or homebrewed IPA and run to whiskeylane.ca to find out more. And remember, that's whiskey the Canadian way. Without any. You understand. It just takes a little time. It takes a little time. It takes a little time with me. I hope you don't mind. We'll take it slow this time. Hi, I'm Tom Zalatni. And I'm Tefra Jemian. And you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Every week we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's no such thing as bad food. Today we're revealing the lineup for our third annual Munch Madness Food Bracket Tournament, But before we do that, we want to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on, and with the indigenous communities of that area. We are going into the uh, second week of bullshit trucker convoys going across uh, our lovely stolen land, Uh, and uh, I don't think that I need to express my uh, distaste for these truckers and their bullshit, but I do want to point out that... uh, there have been a lot of people saying that uh, if it was people of color or indigenous people protesting exactly this same way, the cops would be doing a whole lot of awful shit to them in response to it. And uh, because it's mostly white people doing their bullshit rally, uh, the cops are just kind of letting them do it. I think it's important to note also that it's not just that it's white people. It is that it's white people. That's a big significant part of it. But it's also the ideology mm-hmm. and the fact that cops are you know right-wingers for the most part um i think it's also important to point out that that the police are cowards and ultimately they only want to interfere in any movement that they know that they can quash with violence um and they only attack nonviolent protests we were just talking about this in uh on yeah podcast that the police are not actually (laughs) anti-violence um (laughs) and really only like to beat up people who are uh not doing anything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think it is absolutely shameful that we have indigenous land and water protectors being beaten and jailed and murdered and uh, these motherfuckers who are really actually not mostly truckers it's mostly just Mm -hmm, a bunch mm -hmm. of people who decided to stir up shit because they're selfish yeah 
uh, are just being allowed to take the city of Ottawa hostage. And I have a lot of loved ones in Ottawa who are really, really suffering from it. And there has been some really disgusting violence uh, against people, especially against women mm-hmm. from these people. Um, and it, it's 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 horrific. It's horrific and it's disgusting. And everyone involved, including the police and including the people who are in charge of the police, should be ashamed. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I've seen uh, a fair bit of, like, these folks who are saying, like, oh, you know, the one or two Nazis aren't, you know, representative of everybody at the protest. And uh, it's worth uh, maybe pointing out that, like... Uh, you know, if there's one or two Nazis in your protest, maybe rather than making excuses for them, you should kick them out. If you are next to a Nazi sign at a protest and you are not tearing that Nazi sign down and Ripping destroying it, it <laughs> if you're not doing a, a Christopher Plummer on that Nazi sign, then I'm sorry, but you are aligned with the Nazis. And, yeah. and you should think really fucking hard about why you're not disgusted enough Mm -hmm. by that to rip it down yeah frankly if you are not disgusted by nazis in your presence turn off this podcast and unsubscribe and get the fuck out of my life (laughs) amen we don't need you i'm just remembering like back when i was protesting uh in like 2012 in the student protests Mm -hmm. and Seeing in those crowds the efforts people were doing to keep the protests nonviolent. Mm-hmm. You know, I was seeing people take the weapons out of somebody's hand and throw them in a dumpster because they, which whether or not you agree with that <laughs> is one thing, but like there was this serious push of we're keeping these protests nonviolent. If you don't want to be perceived as a Nazi, just like we didn't want that protest to be perceived as violent, um, then maybe throw the Nazi signs in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's it's really not hard, you know? It's You can complain all you want that the left-wing media is portraying your protest as a Nazi event based on one or two photos. But frankly, if you have that kind of PR problem where there are one or two photos being taken of people waving Nazi flags at your protest, maybe you need to work on your PR a little bit mm-hmm. by getting rid of the Nazis at your mm-hmm. protest. If it looks like a Nazi, it talks like a Nazi, it... <laughs> quacks like a Nazi it's probably a Nazi but we're talking about (laughs) munch madness right that's right (laughs) on a much much lighter note let's get into it Uh, for those of you who are not familiar munch madness is our annual now in its third year food bracket tournament Uh, that means that we pit foods against each other round after round in a you know conference style bracket like sport to decide which food is the best food of the year And then the winner of that tournament gets a whole bunch of extra content dedicated to it for the remainder of the year. That about sums that up, right? Yeah. It's like any other kind of bracket (laughs) madness. Yeah. It's like, you may not have caught this play, but it's a play on March Madness, the basketball event. What's March Madness? It's a basketball event. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so in in past years, uh, this is, I guess, it's also worth noting the first year that this tournament is being done under the No Bad Food brand. Uh, because we, you know, used to have a different That's show right. name. We yeah. weren't, but we're not going to speak our dead. <laughs> no, no, exactly. We don't. We don't dead name the podcast. It is also, however, the first year that I have put uh, thought into divisions for the tournament. Now, Tom, I think this is going to be. I, th- I think this is going to be a game changer. I hope so. I, I certainly. <laughs> I'm not saying the game was bad, but uh, no bad games. <laughs> it was fun. It was kind of like Calvin Ball in past years. Sure. The Munch Madness brackets, and now we're taking it and we're 
we're making it a little more regulated. We're refining it. Mm -hmm. I think every year it is okay for something to refine itself year after year Mm -hmm. until it becomes what it is. You think that the creators of baseball had all of the the rules of baseball figured out at first? I I, doubt it. I I, bet at first they just threw a ball and said, see how how far you can hit this. I can say with 100% certainty I have never given a moment's thought to the creators of baseball. Well, you know what? That's my problem. (laughs) Yeah, that's your problem. (laughs) Um, Now, divisions in actual sports tend to be based on things like east and west and north and south. But I thought it would be tricky to do that with food because food is global. Food is shared amongst cultures. Especially if we're doing ingredients. If we were doing dishes, it would be a little easier. But like most of the things in this tournament, spoilers, are ingredients rather than dishes. There are a couple of dishes. Uh, And so I thought it would be, it would make it weird to try and do it by geographical terms. So rather than do that, rather than do the other thing that kind of instantly came to mind, which was, you know, an ingredient division and a dish division and a meal division, which would start to kind of feel like, I don't know, tell me that a dish is going to beat an ingredient that's in that dish. Right, it won't yeah, necessarily, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that feels like it's not even either. You're having a brain blast. What happened? Are we doing animal, vegetable, mineral? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we're doing instead is uh, we have four divisions that are based on how the foods in each division made it into the tournament. So we have our champions division, which is the winner, runner-up, and two semifinalists from last year. Yeah, okay. We have our People's Choice Division, which are the four foods that were voted on in our food bracket uh, Google form that we sent out over the past couple months uh, as the four foods that were represented by episodes in 2021 that y'all thought were worth having in the tournament. We have our write-in division, which uh, also in that same Google form gave you the option to write in nominees who maybe haven't had any airtime, but who you think deserve it. Mm -hmm. And lastly, we have our host's choice division, because Tefer and I don't get to vote at any point during this tournament. Uh, So we thought it would be nice for us to have some contenders that we would like to see take part as well. So we each get two for a grand total of 16. 16. So four in each bracket. Exactly. Uh, The divisions will go up against each other internally first, and then fight against each other Mm -hmm. in later rounds. Uh, First, we will have... Well, I don't know what order we'll do them in yet. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that the winner of each division will go up against the winner of another division in the semifinals, and then the winners of those matches will go against each other in the finals. Uh, We will have the champions division going up against the host's choice division, and we will have the people's choice division going up against the write-in division. Okay. So there will be, in the finals, there will be one representative chosen by the people and one representative not really chosen by the people. All right. We're being democratic (laughs) about it. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But the people's choice cannot win. No. That's the only rule. The only rule is that we're going to do everything in our power to pull judges as guests for this tournament who will vote out all the winners in the People's Choice. I'm going to win. Yeah. Teffer's going to win. So. uh, I will be the top food (laughs) item. I will not say that I nominated you as one of the foods that I think is most delicious. But. uh, This is a family show. Is it? We got the explicit tag on iTunes. (laughs) All right, shall we? Yeah, so I think that's that's about it. The only other thing, like, rules-wise is that um, the matchups will be judged by guest judges who will phone in and chat with us about 
the matchup and then tell us who they think wins it. I will be paying off all of these judges. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With with the Patreon earnings. Yeah. So, you know, our, our hefty, hefty Patreon earnings. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you want to let me bribe the judges more? <laughs> Head to <laughs> patreon.com slash no bad food. Yeah, we're going to book, you know, two judges per matchup. Make sure that we don't know who they're voting for in advance. In the event of a tie, we'll call up a surprise third judge to break it, just like we did last it year. It will be Garfield. It will be Garfield. Yeah. Jim Henson's, Jim Davis's <laughs> famous cat, Garfield. <laughs> hey, Garfield is John's cat. John yeah. Arbuckle. Don Hanson. I know this. <laughs> John Hancock's favorite cat. All right, so we keep talking about Munch Madness. <laughs> Heathcliff. Um, <laughs> yes. So, uh, Deborah, do you want to know who is in the tournament? More than anything. Slow week, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, starting with the obvious, our champions division, people could figure this out just by going back and listening to last year's tournament. Can I guess? Yeah. Cheese. Cheese was our champion last year. So, in the number one seed in the champions division, we have Cheese. In the number two seed, we have Pies, the runner-up. And then in the number three and four seeds, we have rice and dumplings. Okay. So uh, so cheese will go up against dumplings, pies will go up against rice, and then the winners will go up against each other in that first round. If dumplings lose to cheese, I'm burning everything down. Because there's cheese dumplings. I mean, I'm not trying to give a... I, I'm not trying to give a, a any kind of like... I'm not trying to jumpstart on the content. That's but okay. If, but if cheese wins against dumplings... Mm-hmm. I have no more respect for any of you people. I think this is this episode is one where we're allowed to like share our thoughts because mm-hmm. we're not voting. We're also, just, you know, I know rice is a versatile and well, rice and pies is actually an interesting matchup. Yeah, I feel like they're actually they're they're punching in the same weight category. That's a I good seating. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's one of those ones that I think is going to come down to who we get as guests mm-hmm. and what they internally love more. Yeah, and I think they're going to be conflicted about it. I think I hope so. I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. I hope that it keeps them up at night. When you say cheese dumplings, can you explain what you're talking about to me? Do you mean like a like a Chinese dumpling, but with no. cheese in it? No. Okay. No, there's like blintzes. I guess blintzes are pancakes. Are blintzes rolled up pancakes with filling inside? Fuck, I want a blintz. I'll get us some blintzes this I weekend. I can't eat blintz. I, there's got to be a gluten-free blintz, right? Maybe I'll make buckwheat I guess it is a rolled up pancake. Yeah, yeah, but but there's like, yeah, you can get pierogies with cheese in them. That's true. Pierogies are dumplings. Pierogies are dumplings. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would call a blintz a burrito more than a dumpling. Fuck. Do you hate no that? No wonder I love them. No. No? What if you went to a burrito place? What if, what if I said, hey, babe, we're going to order from a Jewish burrito place? And it was blintzes. What would you do? I mean, first I would say, what the fuck do you mean by a Jewish burrito place? <laughs> and then I would eat the blintzes. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> no, but you can't make buckwheat blintzes. I mean, remember early, early, early in the pandemic? The Russian thing. When I actually made an effort at homeschooling my child. <laughs> remember early in the pandemic when I, like, did things? Yeah. We made Russian buckwheat pancakes that were wrapped around something i don't remember what Beef. they weren't blintzes but they were similar to blintzes yeah and uh Rhea would not eat them no. <laughs> uh they were fine yeah there was nothing wrong with them but certainly. I, I actually feel like a buckwheat crepe wrapped around the like whipped sweet cheese filling that you get in a blintz mm-hmm, with like some mm-hmm. cherry jam would be delicious well i will never say no to blintz should we get to the people's choice division let's talk about the people's choice paris hilton uh, Nikki Hilton. Uh, who are their friends? Who is Nikki Hilton? Paris Hilton's sister. 
Paris Hilton has a sister. But I'm not thinking I said that, but it's actually, I'm thinking of her friend who she did the TV show with. Nicole Richie? Nicole Richie. Daughter of Lionel Richie? Is it her you're looking for? Uh, one of them is still married to one of the good Charlotte brothers. Uh, Nicole Richie, I believe, is still married to Joel Madden. I think Paris only dated Benji. Anyway, when you say people's choice, my brain goes to 2004. Neon dresses worn over jeans. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, our People's Choice Division is not unlike a neon dress worn over jeans. It is flashy. It is functional. You get pockets, but you also get, you know, style. And uh, much like 2004, it is kind of all over the place. <laughs> uh, so uh, the People's Choice winners were decided by the Google Forum nomination form thing that we sent out a while ago they are four foods who we recorded episodes about in our last season of the show uh and in the order of which got the most votes to which got the least votes we have pho yeah baby coffee yeah baby meatballs yeah okay and salad mm-hmm. yeah what's up so who's against who uh well we have pho against salad yeah, okay, and yeah. Coffee mm-hmm. against meatballs. If coffee does not win that, that's the other one that I'm invested in. <laughs> I'm sorry, meatballs are good, but you don't have meatballs every morning. Oh god, yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is an interesting one because I think you're right that like coffee feels like the obvious winner, but I think that meatballs could take it only because of how much of an attachment people can form to meatballs meatballs are popular but that's kind of like uh, that's kind of why i want coffee to win because i feel like coffee is actually the underdog Mm. people take coffee for granted it's true you don't take meatballs for granted unless you go to ikea way more than you should that's well let's not judge people's ikea habits i'm not judging anybody's ikea habits but (laughs) like i feel like if you had ikea meatballs every day enough that you started taking meatballs for granted you know when i started taking meatballs for granted do you remember when we used to have frozen meatballs in the freezer all the time yeah 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 we used to eat so many frozen meatballs that's true those weren't great they were fine i like them a lot but they have breadcrumbs in them so i Mm. can't eat them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i like to throw them in a soup yeah I'm going to save some of this content. I got the good, good content, (laughs) folks. I got the good content, but I'm not going to give it all to you today. Put the tent away. Save it for the springtime when we can actually go outside with it and pitch it. You want to know who's in the right in division? Sure. Too bad, because we're going to go to the mid-roll first, and then I'll tell you who's in the right in division. Fine. Hey folks, if you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. For every new rating and review we get during the month of February, we'll be donating $2 to The Depot, our local food bank here in our neighborhood of NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need, so by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating and review of the show, you're functionally donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's literally no other way to turn zero into six. So if that math is exciting for you, go do it. You can read all about what The Depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode. And we will read your review on the show, probably, because it's nice. You know, it's nice to do that. If it is a nice review. Yeah. Don't leave a negative review. Unless it's a five-star review where you say something really awful as the review part, like the actual text of it is like, wow, Tom and Tefer are fucking dumb. 
but you give us a five-star review, I might read that because that's kind of fun. Yeah, that's kind of just like doming. Yeah, dom us yeah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> and don't forget to sub to the show. <laughs> Lastly, if you haven't had a chance yet to listen to last week's episode where Teffer and I talked about hanger steak... A lovely, lovely piece of meat that we have eaten like a, a lot. lot of times in the past like two weeks. Uh, go cue that up to listen to when you finish with this one. Uh, I had fun. We learned some stuff. We talked about beef. It's a meaty episode with some tender parts, and it also gets bloody. I thought you didn't. I thought you didn't like saying tender. Tender. I thought you were in that kind of queer, Tom. Damp. I don't know why I went for damp next. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you like some damp beef, <laughs> there's a reason we say juicy. <laughs> juicy and moist. Instead of damp. Tender. Yeah, damp is bad. Damp is bad. Anyway, let's get back to the show. <laughs> All right, folks. The moment you've been waiting for through that whole mid roll, Teffer's going to sneeze or maybe cough. What are you doing? The drum roll. Why would you why would you make that seem important? It's important to me, Tom. <laughs> Have you ever thought about what's important to me? Not once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving to the write-in division. The write-in was the second part of the nomination form where folks could write in. Exactly. <laughs> and tell us one food that they thought deserved consideration in this year's tournament. Uh that you know, might have been a surprise or, you know, something we wouldn't have expected. Yeah. 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 So the uh, top four in our write-in division, uh, in the order in which they received votes, uh, this was this was nuts. We got over, we got over 20 different write-ins. Fun. Most of them got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. But, but we got a bunch of different ones, uh, which is kind of fun. And I'm going to note all of those down as potential topics for later episodes. Ooh, exciting. I like you know, that. That seems like <laughs> that's almost the right a year of that. content. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> uh, but the four winners for the write-in division are Sorrel, ooh, in first place. Yeah, someone stuffed. I'll tell you now. Someone stuffed the ballot box with Sorrel. Now I'm guessing we mean Sorrel the beverage rather than Sorrel the herb. Yes. Uh, was the person who stuffed the ballot box Chris Walker? I have a feeling the person who stuffed the ballot box was Chris Walker. That it's the beverage. That it's the beverage, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I admittedly don't know much about sorrel. What is sorrel? Do it's, you know? It's the hibiscus. It's hibiscus? Yeah, it's hibiscus. But okay. Chris makes the... Like, oh, Chris like makes it. It's an art form. It's an art form. Is Is there like a... Is it just a, like, regional names thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, sorrel. Hibiscus drink. Yeah. Cool. I like that. The right in with the second most votes, burgers. We haven't done burgers yet somehow? Believe it or not. Wow. <laughs> Believe it or not. Damn. The right in with the third most votes, mushrooms. 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 And the right in with the fourth most votes, tacos. Ooh, I like tacos. Yeah. I'm happy tacos getting into the mix. Ta- I'm sorry. Like, no offense to Chris Walker for stuffing the ballot box, but tacos is going to win this. We'll see. Tacos is going to win this. <laughs> we'll who see. doesn't love tacos? I do love tacos. Who loves ta- Who loves mushrooms more than tacos? Except for probably one of my family members. But... You know what? I might. I don't. might like mushrooms more than tacos. Don't. I might. Don't say that. I might. Why would you say that? Because mushrooms are a really nice, iconic side dish for a good steak. Mushrooms go really nice steak in tacos. stews and chilies. You can have chili tacos. Look, you're not wrong, and you're maybe swaying me here. 
You could you could put you could have ta- who doesn't love tacos? You're walking along, you see a bunch of food cart. You're going for the tacos. Maybe. You're at a menu. You're. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to the mushroom truck. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm at a food truck festival and there's a truck that just sells mushrooms, just, I'm, not I'm just going. imagining like a skewer, <laughs> like a skewer of grilled mushrooms. Oh, yeah. But like different kinds. But no, you want the tacos. I do want the tacos. You want the tacos. You're not wrong. Everybody wants tacos. I want tacos to win this. You want tacos to win this? Yeah. All right. That's a bold. Tacos are my contender. I love tacos. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, we're going to have sorrel against tacos and burgers against mushrooms in the first round. I'm coming for you, Chris. <laughs> Poor Chris. Our 20 years of friendship have been headed for this moment. <laughs> it's all over, Chris. It's all over for you. Should we go to the host choice division? Let's do it. All right. So the host choice division is uh, exactly what it sounds like. It is an opportunity for the two of us to nominate two contenders for the tournament of our choice um how do you want to do this do you want to do my two then your two do you want to do one 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 yeah sounds good uh my first choice for the host choice division is the humble bean (gasps) i am talking of uh not like green beans or string beans i'm talking specifically of like Like a dried bean a dried bean you know a kidney bean or a chickpea even or a or a you know Chickpeas are, chickpeas are not strictly beans. Sure. Yeah, I guess they're legumes. But yes, beans. I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that. I think beans deserve their moment in the sun. Beans do deserve a moment in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. What's your first nom? Bread. Okay. We have I am bread shocked. in this. Yeah, there's no there's not even bread really is, much bread Bread is iconic. All right. Bread is a classic. Bread is a classic. I like we that. We gotta have bread. Yeah, Who we doesn't gotta love have bread? bread. Gotta have bread. You gotta have bread. Gotta have your bread. All right. Well, my number two choice in the host's choice division is corn because I I love corn. There's a real theme. I'm going to tell you there's going to be a real theme in this bracket. Oh, yeah. What is your second choice here? Uh, Surprising no one. I think this will surprise absolutely nobody. My choice is apples. Okay. All right. So we're having like, I like how ours is just like a little wholesome, <laughs> little wholesome pocket over here. I like it. I like it. Uh, okay. Who's your contender from those four? From those four, the one that I think has the best chance of going really far is beans, honestly. Mm, Not I gotta even... disagree with you. I think bread. Mm, you know, bread is also, I think, a very strong contender. You know, bread is popular. People people love their bread. The thing is, I think that if we, I think, uh, what do I what do I think? I think bread could beat beans. I don't think bread could beat a lot of the others in the rest of the tournament. Whereas I do think beans could beat a lot of the others in the rest of the tournament. Because the thing that happens in this tournament a lot of the time is that there will be two that like go up against each other and it's a really obvious which one should win between the two but the loser is niche enough that it might do well against the right. other ones later and i feel like that's beans I are feel we like calling beans niche no but i think that they they have an appeal to them that i think makes them a little more exciting than bread but you know what does not make you fart all night is bread unless you're me well i was gonna say lots of people don't like bread for gluten and like maybe I mean you know. I can't eat gluten and I nominated bread. Yeah, and it's it's also <laughs> worth mentioning that like as per the usual rules of this tournament, each of these food items means what it means to the judge at the yeah. time of judging. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, bread can mean gluten free bread, bread Ugh. can mean tortillas. Gluten free bread will not win. 
Gluten-free bread won't win nothing. No. Gluten-free bread couldn't even win my heart. But if that's what it takes for the person, you know? Yeah. 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 That can be a double-edged sword, though, because, you know. Stay slice. Yeah. Double-edged bread knife. Sorry, this is the second podcast episode I've done today, and my brain is just, like, gone. That's okay. Oh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in sheer sound effect mode today. You know what? That's totally <laughs> fine, because we're basically done. Okay. <laughs> um, I will say uh, that means that our host choice division, in no particular order, except that it's the order that we kind of said them in, is beans, bread, corn, and apples. Uh, and uh, It's very autumnal. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it really speaks to, I think, us. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know, that that feels like a very our household. Yeah, it does. Foods. I mean, we're we're like, we're growing beans and corn in our garden <laughs> this summer. Yeah. Um, I make bread several times a week. <laughs> and like apples are important. Apples are important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's interesting, actually. Apples uh, was in the fifth place in the People's Choice Division. <gasps> I can tell you that. So apples just barely lost out to salad, and uh, it's cool that you nominated it because it yeah. gives it that chance now, that it wouldn't have had. Probably my two like most heartfelt episodes are now getting represented in Munch Madness. Yeah, are you surprised I didn't nominate any meats? No, but only because the other brackets have meats. That did influence my decision yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I almost put beef in there. Beef yeah. was my like third choice between. But we have these. pho and burgers and meatballs. You don't really need more beef representation. And tacos. Yeah, yeah. that's it. And, and even beef is one of those dumplings. ones that's too broad. I think we see very. Well, I was gonna say I think we see very broad categories not doing well, but cheese. Cheese won, won last, last year. year yeah, so. yeah, that's it. it. It's one of those ones where I was like, mm, beef could like stand a chance here, but also like. It's in so many of the things, and like, I don't know. I thought it would be more interesting for me to hit some some non meat for a change. Yeah, stir the pot a little bit, you know. Yeah, let's stir the pot and make a delicious stew. Yeah. So the matchups for that division, because I don't think we've said that yet, will be beans versus apples and corn versus bread. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should have beans versus corn. No, 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 because I want us to have you against me and you against me. In oh, that first yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Yeah. So your first choice against my second choice, my first choice against your second choice is how that works, because that's Duke's how the rest of the seating's been working. <laughs> yeah. So this will be interesting. Yeah. We'll see. We'll let's see. Do it. Let's so, do it, folks. To go through Madness those, uh, time. <laughs> to go through those 16 contenders again, uh, in no particular order. Except can you, that it's can you please make this sound in. like a sports announcer? Cheese. Pies, rice, dumplings, pho, coffee, meatballs, salad, sorrel, burgers, mushrooms, tacos, beans, corn, bread, and apples. You're going to have to put some sound effects back there. Nope. (laughs) Enjoy that. Uh, So those are the 16 contenders for this year's tournament. Uh, Next week, we will have a normal episode, and the following week, we will start Munch Madness. So uh, stay tuned. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We got food coming at you hot from the season. I don't know how people talk about sports. They're going to go out there on the field and they're going to do a, play hard and win harder. Maybe lose. They're going to go out there and do their best and do the game that they do. And the mash that they leave will be delicious, folks. Listen. <laughs> Listen, we put all of these together in a pot. It wouldn't be horrible. 
<laughs> it wouldn't be great. No, but it wouldn't be horrible. <laughs> All right, All folks. All right, folks. <laughs> that so us. long. Farewell. <laughs> Don't forget to write. Auf Wiedersehen. This brings us to the end of our show. Adieu. Thank you so much for listening to No Bad Food. Do you want to be part of the conversation? Hit us up on the Twitter and the Instagram at No Bad Food Pod and individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. And I'm at Tepper Bear. If you like this episode and want to help us make the show even better, you can head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and donate. For as little as a dollar a month, you'd be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Killian, Sarah, Angelica, and Andrew, Laura, Chantal, David, and our returning patrons. Erica. Pew, 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 pew. Don't you want to be part of that list of people? Yeah. It's like having friends. Yeah. That's that's your friend circle right there. If any of you know each other actually in real life, I guess I know Some that of them do. Kendall and David this. play D&D with me, so they know each other. Some of these people have been in our house at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show. So if that's exciting for you, head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod to make it happen. We also have merch, and you can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at Public. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review of your podcast, your podcast, pooch podcast. Excuse me? What I said was, you can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice, and by sharing this episode with a friend. Our theme music is by Zach Ingalls, and our cover art is by David Flam. You can find links for both of them in the description of this episode. And last but certainly not least, this show is minimally produced and edited by me, Tom Zalatni, <laughs> as part of the Upward Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upwardnetwork.com. Let the madness begin! Sports! It just takes a little time. Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives, and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, my name is Stefan, and please join me every week for my podcast, Some Good Friends, a show where I talk to some good friends of mine. Previous guests have included a Reiki healer, the heir to the Redenbacher popcorn throne, the person definitely not responsible for the murder hornet outbreak, and Jack Nicholson. Comes out Mondays, early in the morning. Check it out and you might laugh.